Hi everyone, welcome to the Millennial Rave Podcast. My name is Gloria Agatha and I'm the host. On this podcast, I just bring to you topics that society makes us feel so uncomfortable to talk about in public, or they just make us find a way to talk about them. They tell us no, if somebody is talking about it, they say the person is too much. So I'll be too much on my podcast and I'll be talking about sex, relationships, self-help, everything. I'll be bringing to you real life examples of people who you probably know and can relate to or personal experiences of mine that I've gone through so that we can have a conversation on them. So join me on here and let's get talking. On this episode, I'm going to be talking about the cock that sent me to the hospital, the dick that sent me to the hospital. And out of this situation, I got a phobia, of the, I developed a fear of sex because I didn't understand why, why I just, I just didn't, I just didn't get it. I'm still trying to get it until now. And that's why I probably have this podcast because I'm, I'm trying my best to get over certain things as I, I'm, as I'm becoming the best version of myself. I think we all need to go on a journey of finding the best version of ourselves and doing it with intent and being intentional about it and that's where i'm at right now and it's been years of me procrastinating bringing out this podcast so me getting an opportunity to talk about this on here i'm happy i grew up as an african girl in uganda where we don't really talk about sex and i guess me not being able to talk about sex is one of the reasons that i probably ended up having a really bad experience doing it for the very first time because like i was never provided sex education in school it's such a shame to talk about sex in Africa. Like, they'll call you too much or they'll say you're not raised right. They'll say some dumb shit like that. But, hey, I know there's so many Africans who can relate to what I'm saying right now. So just let's get talking. And if also you know you've had a really bad first time, if you know you ended up in the hospital like I did, I'd really love to hear from you. Or if you know you have a crazy story, I'd really love to know that I'm not alone. And like I said, I grew up in Africa. So like even the two people that I could have told after, I couldn't even tell anyone that I was bleeding because I had just had sex. Like it wasn't going to happen. So I really want to talk about these things on here. And let's just get chatting. Like just follow the Millennial Rave page on Instagram and just send me your stories on there. So as I was saying, this is just a story of how I lost my virginity and I ended up in the hospital. So I was dating this guy. I was in high school, my final years of high school. I met this guy. I was like 17 years old, and I was really close friends with his younger sister, who was two years below me. So she introduced me to her brother, and this guy was so charming. He was so nice. He treated me really nice. He was. I was 17. He was like 23. I turned 18. 18, he turned 24. No, there was a time when he was 25. So I think when I met him, he was 24 and I was 17. Yeah, a little bit of an age gap, but hey, like he really gave me the experience of a high school girl dating a guy at university and how he can treat you right in a way. Well, that's what I thought it was. Now that I look back, I'm like, fuck it. That was really nothing. That was just it's pretty much nothing. Like, if you think about it, it's really nothing. <laughs> it's just you, you happen to, your boyfriend just happens to be in university, and that's just what it is. There's nothing really special about it. You don't take no award because you're in high school and you have a boyfriend in university. It ain't shit. You ain't shit. 
rather than that, you may end up in a position like mine where this guy was so used to, I guess, sleeping with his 25-year-old that he caught on to my 17-year-old new pussy and he just didn't know how to handle it, probably. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> uh, I know my African people are listening until this point and like, oh, God, does a girl really pray to God? I pray to God every day. I believe in Christ. I believe in Christ. I I accept any... You don't have to believe in Christ to listen to me as long as you have something guiding you in your life, something you believe in, that's what's important. So as I was saying, I met this... Oh, God, that's the thing with the podcast. I lose my train of thought, but I actually really like it because I'm actually talking and I really quite feel nice with talking right now. I don't know if that makes sense, but hey... (laughs) Let me get back into the topic, okay? Gloria, 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 snap back. Okay, so I was saying, I met this guy. He was four years ahead of me, and we got to see each other. He used to come and see me at school, which was kind of a good thing and a bad thing at the same time. But I'll mostly take the good out of it because I really did have a good time. So I used to get to see him during holidays as well. Because they used to live not too far from my cousins who I used to go see occasionally during holidays. So um, that one day, I just happened to go see his sister. And um, we got talking. And then I went back the following day. And that's the day it all went down. I used to make up with him for hours. I'm such a sucker for kisses. Like, I can sit there and just kiss you for such a long time, as long as you're so good at kissing. But if you're not good, I'll, lit- I'll, let, I'll let you go just within a peck of my lips. I'll just, oh, no, sir. I'm good. Like, kiss, being a good kisser is one of those things that's on my checklist, okay? You have to know how to use, you know. Let me not get too deep and dirty right now, but you get what I mean. So, yeah, this guy, um, he's touching me. It feels so much better than before because I always used to, when he tried touching me, I'd always stop him, but there was something about this time. I think because I'd really been kissing for so long, so I really barely even noticed that he was touching me now. But this touch really felt so good. Well, the me now, I can explain that I was just horny in that moment. Like, I was just, those are just the steps leading onto you having sex, and it's just a normal feeling. <laughs> But the me then, I was just confused. I'm just like, wow, this feels really good. I just didn't feel the need to freaking stop it. So we kept going, kept going. He did his thing. So I felt the most pressure when he pushed inside. That's where I felt the most pressure. But after that, I didn't feel anything. So I think whatever went wrong, went wrong in that moment when he pushed it inside. And so we did the thing, it got done, and I'm seated on the bed. And I see that I'm bleeding. He asked me if I'm okay. I told him, yeah, I'm probably fine. Like, I've heard that, you know, people bleed. We're not given serious sex education in Africa. We really are not. That's why a lot of people get, because I didn't know. Like, I could have said, I, I could have known how to handle it better. So I just told him, I'm okay. Like, uh, from what I know, and this is what I'm saying, from what I know, it's no more to bleed. I didn't even know what the fuck I was talking about. So I say goodbye to him. I'm not in pain. I'm still okay. Just bleeding. He says he's going to check on me. So I go back home. I get home and I'm talking to my mama. There's no way I couldn't have just passed by her. her <laughs> the living room was right 
there. I wish there was a way I could have just bypassed her maybe, but it was impossible. So I go to her, she looks at me, she's like, are you okay? I feel like, yeah, I'm fine. She's like, but your eyes, I feel I'm okay. She's like, okay. So I say hi to her, I just go to my bedroom. And in there, I swear, like I was wearing sanitary pads one per hour. Like I was changing in less than an hour, which was bad. You can't afford to just keep trashing all your sanitary pads like that. And that's not healthy. You need to go get checked out. So I go take a shower, tell my mama I need more pads. She asked me, are you okay? And she asked me about weight. Weren't you in your period last week? I feel like, yeah, but mommy, like, you know my periods. Because, like, I, I have, like, my periods are, like, my immunity lowers when I'm on my period. So it was kind of believable, and I understand why she would have believed me in that moment. Until today, unless she listens to this podcast, that's when she'll know what exactly happened to me during that time. And if she gets to know, I know which cousin is going to tell her. So, <laughs> so cousin, you know how we all have that one cousin that's ready to run you out? Yeah, I really do have one of those ones. So, girl, I know it will be you. And I don't know if I gave a disclaimer in the start, but if you're 18, please don't be listening to these. Listen to other episodes. Thank you. And so I go tell my mama, and then she's, um, we start freaking out. I just told her, I'm just like, you know what, mommy, I think I need to go to the hospital. She didn't argue with me, because, I mean, if she saw that I wasn't fine, I really want to know how mothers know. I can't wait to experience the love. You know, just me being able to love a child and really know that they're not okay, even if they're telling me they're okay. And um, I really wasn't going to tell my mama that she just let me out of the house and I went and fucked and I'm now in pain. I thought about it. I'm like, "Uh, no, that doesn't seem like the right story to tell her. I'll just stick to my periods and messy. That's why I'm in this pain, mama. (laughs) So she rushes me to the hospital. She drives me to the hospital. Um, We get to the hospital. Like The doctor was asking me all these questions that I literally had no answer to. I wish I could have shouted at him and told him, Yo, I have no freaking answer. Like, why don't you understand? You're asking me what did I eat for breakfast? Like, what? But as a doctor, he's supposed to ask me those questions, you know? But I was so mad. I just wanted the freaking bleeding to stop. Mind you, I wasn't in pain yet. I wasn't feeling no pain at all. I was just bleeding the fuck out. So... He takes me to a private room. They put me on an IV. He tells me this is going to kind of like re- bring you back to life, sort of. So that IV gets done and he asks me, am I, am I okay? And then I say, no, I'm, uh, I feel, I'm still bleeding definitely. And I'm, I think I'm starting to feel a bit of pain. He tells me, oh God. And then he brings another IV and he puts it on. And then he just tells me, he's like, Gloria, this one is really going to help you. This one, it's going to clot your blood. You see just on your periods how you how you get the small blood clots? This is going to do the same. And ladies, like if, if I'm grossing you out, like my apologies, but like we all go through periods and we all have a fast story. Like that's just what it is. This is my story and we all go through periods. That's why I say I'm talking about topics that are really uncomfortable to society, okay? So just bear with me that's what this podcast is about i talk about health relationships self-help everything so yeah like we're in the hospital like so now that ivy started clotting my blood you guys the pain that i was in 
it felt like someone was twisting a towel and like they were not going to give up until the towel said, no, stop. That's what it felt like. So this towel was literally just picture a t yourself twisting a towel until the towel said, stop. So the towel said, stop. And when the towel said, stop, and then I felt like, whoa, I just felt, I was just like, oh, shit. I'm like, oh my God. At that moment when the towel said stop, I think that's the moment the pain was way too much that I stopped feeling it. I don't know. I think we've all been in those situations when the pain is way too much that you kind of like lock it out. But it's a weird feeling because you're actually in pain, but you don't want to be in pain, so you're not in pain because it's gone way past 100%. So, <laughs> yo, I know you really do know what I'm talking about, but so that's, that's what was going on. My tummy was being twisted and that's what it felt like. So after some time, I'm still in the IV. The doctor leaves the room. I just told my mom, I'm like, you know what? I think I want to throw up. So I couldn't make it to the washroom. So I just threw up quick, quick, quick. They brought a bucket. And so I continued resting. After the throwing up, I felt better. I felt like something leave my body. I was like, huh. I'm like, mommy. I'm like, mommy, I actually feel better. And I call the doctor. The doctor asked me, am I fine? I'm blah. The doctor's asking me all these questions. I just say, I don't know. I just feel better. So I'm getting up to go use the washroom, and I just feel something get out of my body. I'm like, oh, shit. And this thing fell. I'm like, oh, oh, my God, you guys. Now that I'm thinking about the pain that I was in and that whole freaking experience, it was so traumatizing. My boyfriend was calling me the entire time while I was there, but I don't think he really understood the depth of how fucked up that thing was. So when I look behind and on the floor, I see... Uh, disclaimer, this is kind of gross, but I see a clot. And this was no normal size of a clot. It was big. It was big. It was big, and it was weird. It was weird. It was just weird to look at. It was extremely weird, <laughs> that I can say. <laughs> so, <laughs> so guess what? That's what had made me feel better. Remember when I said I threw up and I felt something leave my body? That's the thing that left my body. And that's the thing, that's the blood clots that he said were going to come out of my body and I was going to feel better. And th so that explained to me a lot about my periods and why we get the blood clots. So basically, those little blood clots that we get, each time we're cramping, you're always going to get those blood clots. What causes the pain is that your blood is clotting, from what I've understood. So that's what brought all. So now just imagine that past 100%, because like, this was a big-ass clot that came out of my body. If you want more visualization on what the fuck it was, it was like beef liver. It was big. It was big. <laughs> so I go back home. My mama takes care of me. She asks me if I'm fine. I just say I'm not fine. I don't know. I think I'll be fine. So that day got done. I stopped bleeding. A week went by. And I think after some time when I go back to my thoughts, I didn't even want to talk to that guy again. I, I just don't know. I just didn't want to talk to him again. Because I, I was just like, why the fuck do people have sex? Why the fuck do people actually say sex is good if I'm actually going to end up in the hospital? Like, why? What about it? What do you people like? What do we animals really love about sex that much that we would, we're okay going to the hospital? Am I the only one? That's why I want to know. And that's why I'm talking about it. Because I want to know that I'm not the only one that actually went through something like this. 
get what I mean? But hey, like this, this is um. So after after that, I just started questioning sex. I just started questioning life. I'm just like, why do we have children? Like, do all do we all have to go through that pain first before we can enjoy sex? And that's what I kind of thought. So I thought that hey, I have to get over this pain first. And guess what? Me getting over that pain wasn't going away. It was just, uh, and the fact that I couldn't even talk about it, because guess what? It's so embarrassing in Africa to say you had sex. So I died with that pain. I went into a relationship. I got into university. I got into a relationship with this guy who was, again, older than me. He was, I was in first year. He was like in his third year. I dated this guy. This is the longest relationship I ever had. He was like a three-year relationship. Oh, guys. So I dated. So how, how that situation, that situation has affected me so much that it affected my relationships as well. It greatly affected my relationship so much, big time, so much, so much. <laughs> oh, Lord. So this is what happened, yeah? So while I was dating that guy, he had never told me there was a problem. It was such a sweet, nice relationship. He was taller than me. He was six foot four. He played, no, I don't want to say anything about him because people are going to know who he is. But if you know me well, you already know what I'm saying, the three years and all. And then we used to we used to have sex, but not that much sex. Cause like and if he if he wouldn't ask, I would never take the initiative to offer sex to him. Like if he didn't want it, I was like okay with not doing it. And so me, I thought he was okay not doing it because he's like an athlete, so he doesn't have to fuck every day. Like we fuck twice a week and that's enough. And I thought that's what it was. So fast forward, we're really in love. We loved each other. We loved each other. I will give that. Like we had, it was true love. I've, I've not yet found anybody that I loved as much as I loved him. I won't lie. Like, and that's that's just the truth. Like sometimes I just say you have your only true love. I just hope I do find my soulmate. I'm praying for that. But the feelings that I had for this guy is, I just. I still can't explain how much of it it was until, to, like, you know, even up today, because uh, I tried to get back with him, like, two years back, I tried to link up with him again, so, long story short, three years into the relationship, this guy was still talking, and then I find out he's dating somebody else, and hey, guess what, yeah, we broke up. So, when he say that to me, after he said it was the sex that um, he felt like it was always hurting me, and it didn't make sense to me, but then um, it just took me, I needed a couple of days to actually go think deeper into it. And when I thought deeper into it, I, I thought about my sex life with that guy and I'm like, you know what? I don't really think we really had sex that much. And that's the moment that I really understood what he meant. I'm not trying to justify him not having explain to me why he was breaking up with me that was really not nice but when he told me that it made a lot of sense why he just walked away like that and why he didn't want to hurt my feelings i know they all say that but from where he was coming from he really like honestly like that she was gonna hurt my feelings like i, I wasn't really gonna understand it then it, it, i really wasn't and it took me like i was just like wow like so out of this situation like i get the fear of sex i lost my boyfriend because of this 
situation a boyfriend who i thought were gonna last with forever but hey things happen for a reason so i'm i'm good i'm good like it's whatever and so i guess i needed to rekindle with him a little bit for me to get clarity on whatever happened and that's exactly what happened it was just me my fear of sex i never used to freely let him in to fuck me as much as he would want to because i just didn't understand why people fucking fuck so fast forward um the relationship is done i'm single right now that doesn't mean that i've not had sex i've had sex but still like i said i'm at the point where i get too used to doing it with one person that i could end up with the wrong people i may end up settling i'm not i'm not wishing that upon myself but i'm just willing to learn and hey if you would like to learn as well like i said because i don't think i can be the only one going through this i can't be the only one who has had this kind of situation so if you have please kindly just hit me up at millennial rave on instagram you could comment under this picture or you could just send me a private message please okay guys so i really this really feels good it hurt my heart that he broke up with me but it it feels good to talk about it right now i'm not perfect i'm not yet there but i'm working on becoming the best version of myself i want to enjoy my relationships i want to have sex i want to enjoy my relationships so i just want to learn this is not a sad story this is just a story of what i went through as my first time story Maybe your first time was perfect. Kudos to you that you've had an amazing sex life. Kudos to you. A lot of us really, things will happen to us in life that's just going to fuck up our sexual experiences. So hey, like ladies as well, maybe like you say having sex and maybe like you don't have the sexual urge anymore. Maybe you could share your story with me. Maybe you started out really sexually active, but now like it's not for, you don't really see putting as much effort anymore maybe you just lost it completely and you don't seem to understand why or you actually went through something please just send me a message it's a safe place something that's said on the millennial rave is not going to be shared anywhere else so yeah guys that's been my crazy story of how i lost my virginity how it has fucked up my relationships currently i will keep talking about how it has fucked up like my other relationships because now because now that i've talked about it it's kind of opening up my brain to what exactly it may have affected like even friendships and stuff like that so because i used to have arguments with people about sex i'm just like why the fuck do you guys fuck like why do you have sex i don't think we're allowed to have sex i don't think sex is fucking real (sighs) yep so that's my story and if you've, if you've listened to this until this end, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening to my crazy story. Thank you for being with me till the end. It's been amazing sharing this story, just being able to talk about it, being able to record my first episode for my podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm blown away. I'm just happy with myself. I'm happy, 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 happy with myself. This is one of the accomplishments that I've got in 2022, which is to start my podcast and I've done it. So just follow me for more episodes. I'm going to be bringing you more crazy stories. I just needed to open up my channel with one of my crazy stories. It's not even a crazy story, just a story that I want to get out of my head. So that's what I decided to start my podcast with, which was a dick that sent me to the hospital because I was like, whoa. Because if I'm going to talk about sex, I'd rather start from where I started from, which was me in the hospital. <laughs> Ah, 
okay guys so join me next week just follow the page i'm probably going to be dropping episodes every wednesday most likely from what i see so just follow me and please look out for my episodes and thank you for being with me until the end again okay it's been me gloria agatha the host and you've been listening to the millennial rave podcast until next week goodbye loves